So, uh, Ed Luz, mm-hmm. I was hanging out with a uh, hipster Rick the other day, oh, yeah? and uh, you know he was talking about his routine meal prep, <laughs> and all of a sudden he looks at me with this blank stare, like if he left his wallet in El Segundo, but instead he says, "Gus, can I kick it?" And I was like, uh, "Yes, yes, you can." <laughs> Shout out to Five Dog. Just in case anybody doesn't know who that is, he's a member of a tribe called Quest. Having to pass away recently, so today we just wanted to show him some love. Not to be confused with the tribe. The tribe. Apparently, what like Jewish people call each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Isn't that also uh, what the Cleveland Indians yep. are referred to as? Oh, the yeah. tribe, yeah. The tribe. Wow, damn. Good stuff. <laughs> the tribe. Back up the trucks. <laughs> That's enough out of you guys. Okay. Hello. This Hi. is Lemon City Live. We're recording from Studio G605. Today oh, yeah. is March 23rd, mm. 2016. It is our 20th episode. Woo! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Am we I made it, clapping? kids. Come on, guys. We made it, kids. Golf clap. Big 2-0. A lot of people doubted us. A lot of them. Especially us, that mostly. guy. This, us, mostly. Us, mostly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we made it. And uh, we got a good show lined up. A little bit of... Um, Why don't you tell everybody who you are, bro? Well, my name is Hipster Hipster. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My name is Enrique, <laughs> otherwise known as Hipster Rick. I got Edwin over here with me, along with producer Fun Gus. Poutine King. I'm Poutine still Poutine King, King for, for a little Poutine while. King. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could live with that. I could live with that, too. I don't know about that. But uh, coming up on today's show, LeBron Mania. Ooh. LeBron and his social media ways. Oh yeah. He's a professional troll. We got a lot of sauces, giving us a lot of info. Um, also, the Canes have made it to the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. You like that? <laughs> with a possible decent shot at getting to the Elite Eight for the first time in program history. That's never happened before. Yep. This is the third time they'll be in the Sweet 16. Looking forward to that. More on that later. But if they do move on, they got a tough matchup coming up. Yep. Uh, the Rays, you might have heard. Went what to, uh, played baseball not in the United States. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where was that? That's what I heard. Would they go to the Bahamas or something? I don't know. The 90, Bahamas? That's where you go with for 90 baseball? miles south? <laughs> 90 miles south? Somewhere in the Caribbean? <laughs> That's what I heard anyways. Okay. Uh, I heard President Obama was there with them. Uh, yeah. Just, but that's what my sources say anyways. That's what your sources say. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, LeBron also wants to create a super team. Yep. Just him and his best friends. Mm-hmm. They're all going to party together. A-Rod's retiring after next year? He said he wants to honor the contract, so 2017. said it's time to be a father after next year. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, let's see what else we got here. Oh, the Heat. The Heat play at... The Spurs tonight. Big game. Spurs undefeated at home. 
much like the Warriors. They're still gunning for the Warriors, mm -hmm. according to Manu Ginobili. By the way, am I the only one who thinks Manu Ginobili just has to fucking commit and just shave this shit already? Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> He's got that fucking cul-de-sac in the back, dude. It's out of control. I kind of like it. He looks it, like though. a monk. He looks like a friar. Yes, absolutely. I like it's, it. No, no. It's I, out of control. <laughs> I think too many people are it was okay to when, the... No, 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 no. It was okay when he bald. looked like he had the little Rashid Wallace bald spot going on. Yeah. But now it's just like it's taken over, dude. This thing is spreading. He's owned it. I like it. I think he's owned it. He's, not many people have the balls to pull off the horseshoe. I don't know that he's owning you it. You know what I mean? It's not a horseshoe. It's just like somebody put, it's like a reverse yarmulke. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you looked at like a white man with a yarmulke, mm -hmm. but actually, I don't know. But instead of the yarmulke, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. skin. Black hair, white yarmulke, <laughs> and then you put the negative filter on it, you know? Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> Ridiculous. also want to shout out to Little C's, sponsoring us again for today. Yeah. <laughs> Hot and ready for $5. You can't beat it. So, yeah. What do you want to start with there? Why don't you tell people about your, your drive to get us the pizza? You know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> Seriously. It's bad enough that I got to hop on the I-95. Okay? I mean, I'm pretty sure this show, the audience for this show is uh, mostly Miami anyway. So you guys know how the fuck the I-95 gets. That shit is a pain in my ass. So I got to get off on Biscayne Boulevard. And I'm pissing myself because I drink a lot of water. I drink Stop a lot of water out. I always carry a gallon of water with me. So I'm sipping that shit throughout the day, and uh, I make it a point that I don't leave a place unless I have gone to the bathroom right before leaving, because sometimes it's a life or death situation. Oh, really? Yeah. Much like today when I got a text message from you two fucking assholes <laughs> saying, hey, why don't you drive straight through where we record and keep going until you hit a Little Caesars and buy us some fucking pizza, mm -hmm. which I can't even eat in the first place because I'm on a diet. So buy you assholes some pizza <laughs> while I'm holding my bladder. Why are you going to diet? I mean, fuck you, man. Why? Um, <laughs> I'm a bitch like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's just... so hipster. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> Is this going to be going on throughout the entire show? You guys are going to su surprise me with these little fucking sounds? <laughs> Whatever. Long story short. That may or not. I didn't make it a little Caesars. the last one. <laughs> you I didn't make it to Little Caesars. Oh, I did make it to Little Caesars for the pizza. Yeah. But my bladder didn't make it to Little Caesars. <laughs> I had to stop on the side of the road and piss by a building. Open the front door and the back door of my car and pull that shit out right in between. There you go, bro. I pissed. Damn near pissed on my shoes. And I made it. Nice. I made it. And, and you guys are eating pizza now while I'm watching. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks sack. for the pizza. And, uh, and let's give it up, man. He's, you're looking very sharp today, bro. Are Your you sacrifices like have not gone unnoticed. Yes, bro. We appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Hey, bro. What's it? Uh, so, yeah, apparently it was dressed for success day at uh, Enrique's job. Oh, yeah. That's correct. So he's rocking like, the shirt and tie for no apparent reason. Sometimes you just got to just gotta do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's in his uh, formal wear. Yeah. And uh, producer Gus over here to my right. So I'm going to report this here as I start off the show. But oh, yesterday... As I was driving down Biscayne, I saw LeBron and Ray Allen riding bike together. <laughs> They're getting ready for okay, critical okay, mass. But I got a question for you. I'm serious. Was it they were riding individual bikes alongside each other? Yeah, or yeah, they were yeah, riding yeah. a tandem bike? No, bicycle? no, no tandem. They didn't okay. want to draw attention to themselves. Oh, they didn't mm -hmm. want to draw attention to themselves. <laughs> no. Just two big-ass black men mm -hmm. who are very famous, especially in the city, are just you got it. cruising down Biscayne. You know it. 
Broad daylight? Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard what that the other day Pat Riley got a phone call. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Must have been like 2 a.m. or something like that. Uh-huh. His, his iPhone rang, right? Because he's got the iPhone 6S. He's, oh, he stays sure. up on things. For but sure. the bigger one, right? Because he needs a bigger screen. He's getting older. Yeah. Alonzo Mourning might still have his flip phone, but, you know, Pat Riley's still <laughs> dealing with businesses. So uh, he gets a call from this unknown number, and he answers it. And on the other side, here's nothing. It's just like... <sighs> was, was that Darth Vader? I'm <laughs> <was that> sobbing. <laughs> and then click. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. There was just some silent, a little bit of sniffling or something like that. And somebody hung up. Now, I don't know. I'm not reporting anything here. But is this a coincidence? I don't know. Sounds like it could really be a serious thing here, bro. I don't know. Now, I also, I also heard that LeBron's juice spot yeah. reopened. And they're moving the location right next to Ray Allen's uh, what's the oh, name of the oh, restaurant. Yeah? yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Sauces are loud. Sauces are very loud. I heard somebody yeah. saw LeBron at FanFest the other day. Yeah? At the Heat's FanFest. That's I, what I heard. I think that sounds legit. That's because it is legit. Yeah. Totally legit. All right. Well, um, here's what actually ended up happening. LeBron continues his professional trolling by... Man, we really should have made a timeline of this whole thing because it's getting kind of out of control here. Mm-hmm. But the latest incident was that he seemed to have unfollowed the Cavs on social media. And it wasn't one, Stop right? Stop being a bitch. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> because that could have been a mistake. But he seemed to have stopped following them on social media, like Instagram, Twitter, that kind of stuff. Well, he, he explained why today. That's a bullshit. Of course. Throwing the bullshit flag on of that. Of course, of course. I call bullshit. Completely uh, bullshit. Go ahead. Go ahead and give me the statement. What he said, not verbatim, but what he said was that they're going into contract negotiations after this uh, season. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to create that distance right now, trying to get his head right for the contract negotiation. I heard he was just okay. going into his that, dark mode that he does during the playoffs. Zero dark 30. Yeah. Zero dark 30. Zero dark 23. He only he only breaks out of it when it's time to double click on a perfect booty. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you know that whole statement you just gave me? Throw that shit in the pit. Oh. Oh, no. I call bullshit on that one. Uh, actually, we should have saved that for the I call bullshit segment. <laughs> LeBron's full of shit. Mm-hmm. All of this shit keeps happening. Then uh, some guy who's terrified out of his fucking pants. There must have been urine stains running all up and down the, nice. his bottom half. Mm-hmm. Because this guy asked him in the most like tentative way ever. The guy was so delicate about it. He was peeling back. Dude, he threw him a the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, LeBron... Uh, um, obviously, I'm trying to diffuse the situation a little bit, but uh, I'm not happy asking this. Stop I know being you're a bitch. not happy about me asking this either, but like, uh, uh, you seem to stop following the Cavs on social media. And uh, could you just tell us why that happened? What was LeBron's response? Stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron went. Uh, um, next question. Uh, um, next question. Next question. Yeah, but he he, he like mumbled. He went. Bum, 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 bum. No, next the very question. next question then was actually a basketball related question because apparently. Oh, that's had, the one he fumbled. Yeah, they had 38 yeah. assists that night. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, this is the fucked up part. This is what's getting lost in all this. They beat the Nuggets and they clinched the number one seed in the East. That's it. Home court until the finals, and nobody's talking about it because homeboy decided to stop following his own team on social media. And when asked about it, and given the chance to defuse the situation, could have come up with anything and instead said, next question. When the next question is actually basketball-related, the guy says, you had 38 assists tonight. 
a season high. Do you think this is something you can take going into next game? And he goes, um, 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 uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then he has his, you know, female bodyguard, apparently, PR rep, saying, thank you, guys. We're out of here. What What are you doing? It's the ambulance, bro. Oh, I thought it was that <laughs> creaking door that was in the back. Oh, that too. It was a weird door. I thought it was that little Japanese girl that kills you and you don't answer the phone or whatever the fuck. It, I forget what that movie is called. The Ring? Yes. Japanese was a Japanese girl, girl too. No. I know. Then another movie. Oh, some white girl with hair. There's Samantha, another movie right? about that was Japanese her name? kids. You remember that movie? No, no idea. Oh man, you guys need to watch more movies. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like Creed, Edwin. Oh shit, man! I saw the fuck out of that movie. Oh, yeah. I saw it twice. I saw it, and then I told my old man, "I'm like, dude, because my old man." I, I, okay. Uh... Um, full disclosure: Cuba, big on the boxing, big. Baseball's number one. Boxing is number two. They fucking love it there. What's number we three? Got a lot of, I don't know. Volleyball. Probably. Volleyball? Yeah. No, they're I great that. at it in the Olympics. I read somewhere stuff, that volleyball's like the number third. Volleyball is the, the number third. third. The number third. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. Um, um, I don't know about the number third, but... Talk about your baseball is number one, boxing's number two. They fucking love it there. So I told my old man, I'm like, hey, you gotta watch the movie. You gotta watch Creed, and we watched it together. The hold very on, hold next on, day. hold on. You didn't say that. What? What I did I did say? Oye, you have Oye, to say Bobby. In Spanish. <laughs> Oye, Bobby. Tiene que ver esta película. So tan pingao. So tan pingao. There you That's go. That's much better. So uh, we watched, I watched the movie by myself, and then I watched the movie with my old man again on back-to-back days. That's how good that shit was because I needed to show him. He was a big fan of the Rocky movies to begin with. Um, you know, obviously, Stallone is from his generation. Gus looks I, like he just Stallone got punched by Rocky. Older. And, man, it's <laughs> awesome, dude. Gus can attest to it. Gus, say word. Word. It was the shit. Dude, seriously? Uh, well, you know the basic premise of it, right? Um, kind of, Yeah. Well, I really want to see it. I really yeah, I won't give it. anything away. But basically, Apollo Creed's offspring. Uh, the kid wants to become a boxer, and he gets Stallone to, or mm-hmm. you know, Rocky to to train him. Dude, I mean, the movie is just um, apart from the story, right? The personal stories, and you find out where Stallone, uh, Rocky Balboa is at this stage in his life, yeah. and how this kid is, because it pretty much chronicles like his story. But they only give you one small flash at the beginning yeah. of who he used to be. And then it's now that he decided to really start his boxing career, okay. right? Uh, but everything, man, the fight scenes, they're so well choreographed. Uh, the, well, not the fight scenes, but there are fight scenes apart from the boxing, the boxing yeah. ring. But the actual boxing, so well choreographed. Uh, I mean, everything. The soundtrack was awesome. The movie really gets you into it. It's, the movie's longer than two hours, and it doesn't even feel like that much. It goes by quickly. It's awesome. You got you to gotta see it. Did you rent it or buy it or what? No, I saw it online. What? Who, who rents shit anymore? I don't know. Yeah, it's available like on DVD or some shit. That's so hipster. Um, oh, boy. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you think I went to Blockbuster and fucking signed this shit out? I don't know. I don't know. I thought you like bought yeah. the movie. Is oh, it man. better than that other um, boxing it. movie? Did any of you guys see the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, no. Southpaw. South Southpaw? No, I, I did not see it. that. Me either. I wonder if it's good because I heard that was pretty good. I, I kind of wanted to see it. Um... Yeah, it's he's well Southpaw, so he's obviously like some sort of lefty boxer, right? And uh, I know, but I mean, doesn't that movie mostly? I I don't know. I know it's a boxing movie, but I believe his wife in the movie is Rachel McAdams, and she dies 
at some point in the movie, or at least that's what the trailer made it seem like, right? Spoiler alert. If I remember alert. it correctly. No, I don't think this is a spoiler. I think that was in the trailer. Yeah, they, that's, they make it seem that way. Oh. So I, I don't know if it actually happened. I, 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 I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, but if I am, then I don't know. It just seems like maybe it's not... It is a boxing movie, but it doesn't maybe have a lot to do with it. I have no fucking clue. I hope she doesn't I know I saw Creed, and that shit was awesome. Oh, she's a cutie, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Um, tell know. me more. Tell me more. So... So the movie, tell me more about the movie. Like you guys but got all I mean, well, What else do you want me to tell you without no, actually giving it away for you? make me feel bad about not seeing it yet. Dude, it's awesome, man. You is it better than Goon? Want me to tell yeah. you the ending? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Nothing's better than Goon. <laughs> I almost got him. <laughs> Nothing's better than Goon. I'm actually like, I wrote a very strongly worded letter to the Academy. <laughs> because Goon was nowhere to be found on there. You guys seriously got to see it. Okay. I'll watch it. I mean, you haven't really seen it. No, I don't. No, I saw Goon. Creed. I saw Goon. No, you didn't really see yes, it. Yes, I did. I you watched it with you. didn't give it a you. proper chance. I fell into that trap. He, like, wooed me with his little trickery and foolery. He goes, hey, what's up? I said sports Next movie. thing you, you know, said, I'm yeah, like, I'm in. Oh, all right, it looks good. And then the only, there's, like, one funny part. No, that shit was uh, awesome. Fuck you, you in these skull eyeballs. No, or you, don't, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> okay. Back to LeBron. He today announced, well, he didn't announce it, but there was an article that came out today. Uh, on Bleacher Report that he said before the end of his career he would love to play with Melo, mm-hmm. D-Wade, and Chris Paul, which we all know the four of them have like this man crush uh, brotherhood thing going on. So we know they love each other, but it just doesn't seem like a possibility. Um, it doesn't really seem feasible in any of the any of the teams that they they're all are currently on. Mm-hmm. The Cavaliers maybe because they have the young pieces to be able to trade for guys like Carmelo and Chris. But who, who the are fuck under wants contract. to go play in Cleveland? But nobody wants to do that shit. The land. I heard he took the... The landfill. I heard he took the <laughs> the land or something, this Cleveland skyline off of his like Twitter or something like that. Oh, that was uh, the other thing that people were alleging. Now, I don't know that it was there before, but apparently he took the land off of his Twitter bio. Mm. Yeah, oh, whatever, right. whatever part said the land. Right now, he's done, he's done so many fucking things lately because it all seems to be like, it, it all seems to be on one, this one continuous avalanche until the bottom of it is either Cleveland fucking hates him and mm-hmm. wants him to leave or he or they hate him because he leaves or I, he's going to stick around and save. Every, I have no fucking idea what's going on here. But in the same timeline where uh, Kyrie Irving is unhappy, uh, he seems to says that cryptic shit about it's okay to make mistakes because everybody uh, does. And he's found down here in Miami. Mm-hmm. All that shit happens. The other day he was down here in Miami. They get blown out. I mean, they got their asses blown out <laughs> by Miami. It was fucking redonk. At one point, the Heat were up by 33. <laughs> okay? Josh Richardson was spanking that ass. I loved it. Lou Aldang was spanking that ass. I loved it. Goran Dragic was spanking that ass. Spanking. I loved it. D-Wade. I like, I like that thrust. Hassan Whiteside, whom LeBron was flirting with after the game. Mm-hmm. LeBron does not seem upset at all. It's no. halftime. It's the third quarter, and he's mingling. He's flirting. Huh. He's doing his usual thing while his team is getting their asses blown out. No, you know what was... It was I, weird, I, man. It's funny that you mentioned that because you remember earlier this season when... Um, God, who was it that... Uh, there was a play where they were up by like 10 or 15 yeah. and something happened and he was mad that they were like kind of like taking it nonchalant and he got pissed off at the team earlier this season. You remember that? There was... I, I can't remember against what team no. it was, but there was a thing where they were like... He, he got really on the team for... He said that, or something like that. Well, and even though they were up winning big and here yeah. he is like... They're in the... Okay, look. Dude, he's the number one seed. They've been in the number one seed. Yeah. What kind of number one seeds rag on their own team, do this kind of shit, 
fire their head coach while they're the number one seed. What the fuck is going on up there, man? Seriously. Yeah. Northeast Ohio, man. Northeast. What can I say? The land. The landfill. But talking about that day, man, <laughs> uh, 12-10, the yeah. Canes play against Wichita State. They come out, and they start spanking that ass. It was awesome. They go on a crazy run. Oh, spanking, yeah. spank, Then spank. they start getting a little nervous. My booty got tight. I had the lemon booty going on, right? The booty. <laughs> get, 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 get it right. Get, lemon, get it right. Get it there tight. It that shit like that. right there. That's what was going on in my panties. And <laughs> your pantaloons. But the heat, I mean, the, the Canes hold on. Angel Rodriguez was your fucking boy. Sheldon Ooh. McClellan. Everybody was awesome. They hold on. They beat Wichita State. They advance to the Sweet 16. And then later that day, we blow the fucking Cavaliers out. Seriously, I was making babies that night, dude. <laughs> babies were being made. It was awesome. What a good day to be a Miami basketball fan, man. Oh, yeah. Panthers, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, and that was yeah. also Spacey and Space Spacey and Space. The crowd oh, was cool. That was awesome. so cool, man. It was super, super cool. Unfortunately, the yeah, Cats the, came. I mean, the fucking wings came back. Yeah, in. blew a big. Red wings. They blew yeah. that 3-1 lead and uh, yep. ended up losing it. But it was, yeah, it was it was definitely a good time to be a Miami. A Miami. Center of the sports universe. Huh? Yep. And, mm. you know, Stephen Ross is probably, I don't know, jerking off Bill Parcells <laughs> for more football <laughs> advice or something. <laughs> If you want to throw the Dolphins in there, yeah, but no, uh, but yeah, there's all those LeBron. He's his whole cryptic nature, his whole I'm gonna be you this know, sneaky is, guy, dude. It's it screams high school diva. You high know, school diva, bro. You know that I don't like getting into this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I like watching the games for what it is. It's it's what I say about everything. I I want to see the games. I want to do it. I, I want to experience sports. I like sports. I don't like drama. It's the reason I don't watch fucking soap operas. Yeah. I want to watch sports, and I don't care about what happens around it. Now, is this fun to talk about? Is it entertaining? Is it funny when LeBron does this shit to his own people? Sure, it is, of course. Oh, yeah. And I'll talk about it. And I'll watch it when, you know, Sports Center talks about it or ESPN Radio covers it all day along, right? Mm-hmm. But... And I don't do much of this. I don't do much of the speculative, of the reckless speculation. No. But is it possible that for the first time in his life, LeBron wasn't the centerfold of the NBA season? Oh, absolutely. That the Warriors were. And now, over the last two weeks, it's, he's all anybody's talked about. Absolutely. Right? Now, the Warriors are still about to do something historic. Mm-hmm. The, both the Spurs and the Warriors are undefeated at home, and that's never happened in a single NBA season. And no one's talking about it, no. right? Like the Spurs and the Warriors played each other on Saturday night. And I feel like come the beginning of this week, what, that's what should have been talked about, right? Yeah. Now, we talked about this last week in the podcast, that the possible, number, the possible conference finals were both in play that Saturday night, the yeah. Heat against the Cavaliers and yeah. the Warriors against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. That's really what should have been talked about. Instead... We're talking about LeBron's off-court antics, who he follows or unfollows on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, God, it's... Is this it's, where we're at? Yeah, and and I think what the problem with LeBron is he craves the structure that he had here in Miami that he doesn't have over there, You know, but he doesn't want authority. Like, yeah. he doesn't want somebody telling him what to do yeah. or reporting to someone. We're both like, he big, totally just wants to dominate everything, and he wants it to be in the style that it was in Miami, and it's not happening. We're both big Dan Levitard show fans, and I heard him talk about it earlier this week. Uh-huh. Uh, it might have been yesterday that he said that there was some sort of hubris that LeBron had from being the best basketball player in the world and then going to four straight finals that he thought he could just take the blueprint up there and then it would just work itself out. Yeah. I've been you know saying, saying it for a week. It's just a revolving door over there. And it's how... Just- 
and here I didn't hear this, but this is my own take on it. How frustrating it must be when it doesn't, mm-hmm. right? Now, yes, is this childish behavior? Absolutely, it is. Of course, it is. But man, it's got to be frustrating. He might. LeBron, no, it's extra I frustrating. Mean, I, I believe LeBron's still the best player in the world. I know Steph Curry's tearing the league up, but uh, and Russell Westbrook would might have something to say about oh, it too. That but guy's awesome. No, but, but I pound think for pound, I think I'd take LeBron if I needed to win a series right now. Yeah, because he just affects the game more yeah, than Le- the rest still, of the guys yeah. do. But he's also but, running into a buzzsaw. Like this is the perfect storm with this uh, Golden State team. Like, are you kidding me? Saying. Like he he came he in with this blueprint. This. He didn't expect, and this. he wasn't expecting Golden State to be like this. And San Antonio, to all of a sudden, dude, San Antonio, they've been too old for like ten years now. We kind of, and yeah, all they did the is problem. add is add yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge. This is I mean, really ridiculous, man. And now Kawhi Leonard because of a bona fide superstar. Look, Kawhi Leonard was traded for fucking uh, who, who was it? Um. um <laughs> I don't know. He has what's corn a, rolls. What's a, the Pacers? The Pacers <laughs> point I guard. His name. Oh, uh, George Hill. George, George Hill. Hill. Yep. George Hill. Kawhi Leonard was traded for George Hill. <laughs> Have you seen George Hill lately? Yeah. He's got bleach blonde hair. That's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is a fucking superstar. This is ridiculous, dude. Dude, I saw that Kawhi was... Leonard. I saw Kawhi Leonard dunking the ball. And his for... hand is just huge. I saw bro. it the other day too, man. Did you know what they did? Watching... Like the the, the, yes. the slow mo camera up to the right oh, at the yeah. rim. They did the slow mo camera as he lays it up at the rim. Dude, it's just it's like me holding a. Baseball, softball. Dude. It was yeah. like when I grip softballs. Man, okay? and I don't it's this guy's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> I'm like, that is a basketball, sir. That's a basketball. <laughs> God damn it, man. But I don't know. I it's with 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 LeBron, it's just it screams and screams and screams of you know, being a little kid, man, being a the high school center of attention. Oh, you're not focused on me. It's all about, you know, Golden State right now or San Antonio. Oh, well. Here, this will get somebody to talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out that pizza. And this will get somebody <laughs> to talk about. You know, like, hey, look, you know, I'm going to unfollow this and unfollow that. And also, he it, it, it wasn't just the Cleveland Cavaliers on Twitter and Instagram. He also, like, stopped following uh, some Cleveland beat writers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Like, That's he right. stopped. He, he yeah. gets like, he really, some reporters. Yeah, he, he didn't stop the, the other is, people. He said, no, the Cleveland look, specific. I don't yeah. care about any of that shit. It's just that he had the perfect chance to defuse the whole thing. Yeah. And he keeps... The, the, the whole negative, gloomy aura that's around this whole fucking thing going by saying shit like, next question, and I'm done in the middle of an interview. The game after Miami, for the first time in his life in Cleveland, LeBron cancels the fucking media session. Do you remember that? Yep. Mm-hmm. He cancels the fucking media session. Why do some shit like that when you know, unless he th- like he, he's clearly feeding. Like, he's feeding. He loves this shit. He's loving it, man, because honestly, why else would you behave like this? No, why else would you behave like this? Because that's so hipster. Uh, that's why. You love that uh, new sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gus is overdoing the shit out of this new sound. No, it's totally Fuck this shit, man. underdoing it. No, throw, throw this whole bullshit. Ain't... Throw this whole LeBron shit in the pit. In the oh, pit. No! Oh, no. Sorry. God, God damn it. Now, I got can we move on to actual basketball so matters? The Heat spanked that ass, man. I and for it. as long as we've been hearing the whole shit about Eric Spolstra and his offense down here or his lack thereof, man, this team has made a complete 360. It was mm-hmm. an absolute, we talked about this, but it was an absolute turning point that day, man. Yep. That day in Atlanta, right after the All-Star break when shit could have gone completely south, yeah. all of a sudden, this team that's been bereft of shooting the entire season falls into their best three-point shooters all of a sudden because yep. Josh Richardson became the fucking man. And Joel Johnson just fell into your lap and wanted to play here. It's in been it's been a very Ridiculous. up and down season all season for us, like trying to find an identity, yeah. a kind of team that we are, who we can be, and everything like that. And but you, man, it's coming around nicely right now, dude. Oh, like yeah, this man. is the best 
This is the best it's been in a long time because we enjoy. It's not that even it can almost we can almost say that it's almost a little more enjoyable, not better than the LeBron time because it's more showtime, bro. Yeah, we're lighting dude. it up. Oh, we're yeah. scoring it's a bunch of crazy, points, dude. It's They're awesome. running Fast all pace. Of, I, I get tired watching yeah. the games. I get fucking like yeah. breathless. I get, yeah, I get it's tired. Ridiculous, with a lot of stuff. man. It's awesome. The, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, I just got a a message here. It says, uh, "Oh, bro, you heard it here first, bro. LeBron's at Whole Foods." In downtown Miami right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down there, bro. Yeah, yeah. They just saw him. They just saw him in the, Pedro, in the protein section. Pedro, when you hear this, oh, God. Instacart and LeBron shit. Instacart yeah, LeBron shit. So, yeah, I'm By telling way, you, bro. If, uh, if you haven't already checked out our last, uh, our last article in our blog that talks about the heat turnaround this season, go ahead yeah, and check right. it out. Yes. LemonCityLive.com. My boy Gus is the author. He was a good author. Go check it out. LemonCityLive.com. That's where you'll find all our podcasts and our latest blog posts, as mm -hmm. well as uh, you can be a part of our little community that we yeah, got going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got comment, uh, right? Which, uh, you can comment on any of the posts. You can yep. reach out to us. And if you want to contribute, more than happy to fulfill that yep. and uh, let you guys join us. Um, but, dude, seriously, LeBron, can we all agree? Total diva bitch? Oh, fuck, yeah. Will we take him back? Man, this is... <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, hey, given the choice, Kevin Durant or, or LeBron James? LeBron. If you're Pat Riley. Durant. <laughs> <laughs> to stick it to LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Just take, well, but, I mean... Well, you heard the new thing today. You're, the, the thing today that came out a little LeBron's while ago. LeBron's 31 now. Yeah. He's 31. So, I mean, what do you... What, here's the thing. By all accounts... Durant has always been the plan in 2016 for the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. It's been well documented or well reported, right? Pat Riley has never said anything, but of course he goes after the best player. When they would, or if they would swing and miss on LeBron, mm -hmm. I mean on, on Kevin Durant, they've, they've discussed, or at least I've heard that they've discussed other options. For example, Harrison Barnes yeah. will be a, a small forward free agent. Nicholas that Batum, guy. that kind of shit. But this was never expected. This whole LeBron thing. I don't know. I well today the the, the rumor that came. Well, not the rumor. The well, who's who released that? Was that? It was an article on Bleacher Report. But who who? It was an interview that had already been done. Okay, he said yeah. he would take a pay cut. Yeah, the timing is obviously interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not as interested as what in what he said as to the reason he said it or the psyche behind yeah. what he said. You understand? Like, he said that, yes, but the thing is, he said what any of us would say. Oh, take all of my best friends who all do the same thing as me, and I would love to play with them. Of and course take, he would say that. And I'll take a picture. And they're awesome. Chris yeah. Paul, D. Wade, and Carmelo Anthony. The problem is there was that, no Chris that situation does not seem plausible, but what that yeah. says to me is the psychological nature of that statement, where it's no longer, I'm not leaving Cleveland no matter what. You understand? Yeah, no, not That's the what that says to me. It's no longer, I'm not leaving Cleveland no matter what, win one for the land and all this bullshit. Now all of a sudden is, I would take a pay cut uh, if my perfect situation were to arise. Perfect right? Situation. Yeah. That, that to me speaks Just a lot like, more okay. than the actual comments that he said. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. So there you go. It's but I mean, I don't see it happening just because Melo doesn't play defense. Well, no, it's not just that. <laughs> I mean, fuck that guy. But, no, honestly, if you were to look at this, uh, you know. What about Chris Bosh? He left Chris the, Bosh out of that, bro. He's the center. Chris Bosh would be the center. So mm. uh, Chris Paul at the one, D Wade at the two, Carmelo at the three, LeBron at the four, mm. Chris uh, Bosh at the five. 
You like that? Yeah. Your Eastern that. Conference All Star starting team, right there. Right. Um, no, man, it, it's, just, it it's up, not bro. possible under even under you the like new that? cap unless they all take heavy cuts. Uh, Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony are currently under big contracts, so they would have to be traded for. The only ones are D Wade and LeBron James, who could eventually be free agents. But so you'd have to. It's like I said earlier, right? Cleveland would be the only one that would kind of make sense. Because you can trade Kyrie Irving, or you can trade Kevin Love, or you can trade some of the young assets that you might have, or draft picks. Otherwise, it just doesn't make any sense. This shit wouldn't even be possible in Miami. Um, bro, and why you gotta be such a downer, bro? I'm not a downer. I'm just letting you know God, that bullshit. Such a hipster downer, bro. I mean, downer, you know what, bro? man? Just fuck LeBron <laughs> and his shit. Fuck it. But... I'm not throwing away the jersey I had, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, right. it's, it's Enough tempting, LeBron, man. It's interesting. Man. Enough LeBron. What about the Heat? We just talked about the Heat. What else is there to say? They're 12-5 and five since Joe Johnson got there and since the All-Star yeah. break. I love them This right shit's now. been awesome. They're fun to watch, finally, because at the beginning of the season, they looked okay, but they were doing it in a defensive manner. They put the ball in Dragic's hand. Uh... Luol Deng is automatic from the right baseline. Mm-hmm. That shit is fucking awesome. Josh Richardson has become the player that none of us thought he would be. He's a second-round pick, and he's evolved, man. He just makes um, buckets. Winslow's, Winslow's uh, shot is getting better. Buckets. Hassan Whiteside looks like no one is going to deny him his max contract deal. It's just all of it looks he was awesome, what, man. Uh, he pace. was, what, like 12 of 13 or 13 of 14 the other day? He was awesome, man. Like some he ridiculous 24 number? points and yeah. like 14 rebounds. He's a double-double mm. machine. The guy's coming off the bench. You know, Amari Sotomayor was doing his thing against the Pelicans the other day, man. Yeah, bro. I like By watching way, Amari do crazy, it, bro. Dude. God, is crazy. it a bad time to be a Pelican right now? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Okay, so apparently, uh, apparently Anthony Davis has been playing with this torn labrum for three seasons now, but he's mm-hmm. got some knee issues, so he finally shut it down for the season, which is interesting all in itself because he has that Derrick Rose clause in his contract. Did you hear about this shit? No, no. It's possible that he might lose out on $24 million because he has the clause in his contract where he would have to make an all-NBA team. Oh, yeah. Now, there are three all-NBA teams, right? Mm-hmm. And there are two spots for forwards because they're still doing the center thing. It's not like the NBA voting where you just vote, no, vote yeah, front yeah, court the, and back court. A center's so going to get a default spots position. And three all-NBA teams. And I heard this the other day because you can make a serious argument for Anthony Davis. Might, he might be left out yeah. by shutting it down this early. His numbers are awesome, but he's played, what, 62 games, 65 something like that, games, yeah. something like that? So you got Kawhi Leonard... Paul George, LeBron James, PG-13, Kevin Durant, those four guys are locks. So mm-hmm. that leaves two more spots, which a lot of people are thinking might go to LaMarcus Aldridge and, uh, and uh, uh, Draymond Green. Yeah, Anthony Davis might yeah. find himself out of this shit and <laughs> out $24 million, which is awesome. But, you know, that team did kind of like what the Brooklyn Nets did, mm-hmm. but with a lot younger guys. They had a star... Uh, on paper, it was a beautiful starting five when they assembled it. It was supposed to be Drew Holiday at the one, Eric Gordon at the two, um, Tyreek Evans at the three, Ryan Anderson at the four, and Anthony Davis at the five. Yeah. It was supposed to be beautiful, right? But none of them panned out. Tyreek Evans was not the guy that he was at the beginning of his career with Sacramento, and he's not even that old, but Eric Gordon can't stay on the field or on the, on the court. He can't stay healthy. Drew Holiday's not that all he that one all star season that he had with the Philadelphia 76ers. He can't recreate that. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Anderson is not what he was in Orlando. So right a lot now, of bums. It's just, a lot of bums. Man. Yeah, That's man. It. Honestly, it's what like so it's what injuries, the Brooklyn man. Nets tried to do, but with a lot older players. They knew they had like a one or two year window with these yeah. guys. 
honestly, the Pelicans might find themselves, even if they try to hold on in a tough West. Blow it up. Yeah, man. Because, Blow I mean, what, what's the alternative, right? Get a, a bottom four seed and go to the playoffs every year and do absolutely nothing? Nothing. You have a generational talent in Anthony Davis. You might get lucky. You might hit on a free agent. You might pair him up with, like, a Mike Conley who's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, right? Mm. And you could have a great team. But this shit, this perennial Atlanta Hawks four to five seed shit that gets bounced out in the first or second round yeah. of the playoffs every year, that's not going to cut it. Not in this league. Now that you mentioned four and five and all that stuff, don't sleep on them Hornets, bro. Oh, boy. I don't need this shit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, I said it. I said it. I the said Spurs, they're going to be good. The they're going to finish coming top off four. of the high of beating the Warriors at home, which, by the way, that was an amazing game, man. Dude, so much took... fun to watch. But defensively, the Warriors were... Steph Curry is one for twelve on three, and, and that's what I was. That's what I was Crazy, thinking. It's man. like it takes that kind of game to yeah, beat them. It's not going to happen in a series, and it's not going to happen and four times in a row. Shots in you a, expect them to make. Yeah, it yeah. was like they can't put that up four no, games exhausting. in a row. That's the know? thing. Look, the, the Spurs at home, and you give them time to readjust. The defensive and... game of their lives. Uh, Steph Curry was not himself. The Warriors' offense. Now, yes, of course, you could say that that was caused by the Spurs, but. I'm sorry. He was just missing shots that he normally makes. Yeah. The, the Warriors' offense was not themselves, and still that was a close game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Still had a chance to win it at the in end. In a series? Not going to happen. I just I don't see it, man. But the Hornets, the first, bro. And for the first time, he got blocked behind I'll the three-point line. That was impressive. The Danny Green with the first block on yeah, a yeah, three-point shot. I'll but tell you what, though. Like The Hornets? That series, the Spurs. <laughs> Buzz. Oh, boy. Buzz The City. Spurs series, the Warriors-Spurs. <laughs> Warriors Clippers or Warriors Thunder, I would watch that shit. Give me a 100-game series of that. No. God, that would be so much fun to watch, no. man, in the playoffs. Be Absolutely. 100 man. games? Get out of here, bro. I- I'll watch that fucking series until I die. Ugh. I bet you Edwin, oh, I bet you Edwin has a Larry Johnson. Uh, no, I got a Hornets. <laughs> I got a Hornets, though, Alonzo okay, Morning. I'm going to cool. rock that Buzz City. You don't have a Glenn Rice? Nah, nah, nah. I need to get a Glenn Rice heat. Yeah. That's what I want. Like a heat? The yeah. original. The original yeah. Hey, I got to talk to your brother. So he, can he hook it up with the Miami Heat store? 30% they got them, off. <laughs> they got them rice jerseys there. Oh, yeah. But no, um, but hey, they, what was it? The, the game yesterday? They scored seven points. What, the Hornets? The, the Hornets? Quarter. Seven yeah, points? They scored seven points in the first quarter. Down by 20-something? Well, no, 23 points? It was the day before? before, I think. Yeah. The Spurs were coming off of that win against the Warriors, and then they lose to the Hornets, of course. Yeah. Now, it wasn't at home. It was on the road, so their, their whole home streak stayed yeah. intact. But Still, bro. Hey, but I've been saying it, man. That's a good team. They score. Kemba Walker is nasty. I like the guy. You got to hold that pee-pee in. No. Um, <laughs> not going to hold the pee-pee in. Um, you want to take a pause so he can go to go pee? All right. It's we're going to pause the show. Hips, hips, hips. And we're back. <laughs> Through the magic of technology. Oh, yeah. I was able to uh, relieve myself. Mm-hmm. and Didn't miss a beat. You were none the wiser, except for the <laughs> fact that we told you about it. But He actually just peed into a Gatorade bottle right in front of us. That's hey, correct. Protein. I peed back into my gallon of water. <laughs> Recycle, um, bro. That's what hipsters do. Well, continuing on Edwin's hot take about the... Hornets. City, bro. I'm telling. I, I, I just the former Bobcats. I said it at the beginning of the season in one of our early shows. I said that the Hornets could finish top four, and I really believed it. And I think they can. I still think they can. If not, the but, fact that three to six is separated you know by a game. With all this, it's still like, that was. It, it's not. No, that, I saw something was, in that team. I yeah, like the players. Like, that wasn't. That was a bold that prediction. Was, no, that wasn't revolutionary. A that lot was of a people bold like the Hornets coming into the season. I like the Hornets to be a top four team is a bold prediction. Nobody had that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I liked it. You liked and that? I was I was looking, I forgot to write it down, but their record in the last like twenty something games is the third best behind uh Spurs and 
and Golden State. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I think the I think uh, Spurs and Golden State are like eighteen and three, and 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 Charlotte's seventeen and four, I believe. In the, the Hornets, so many nothing games. to me. That's pretty good though, man. That's pretty impressive. And they beat the Heat. The season will end like every other with a Michael Jordan crying face meme. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's what that sounds That's what like. I sound like when I'm in the bathroom, too. Okay. Enough <laughs> right. heat. Enough LeBron. Enough basketball. I mean, what, is there anything you want to say? Shout out to my boy, Jay Kidd. Turns 43 today. Asen Kidd. Asen Kidd. No Jay. Jay Kidd, baby. That's that was at the boy. beginning of his career. Bro, that guy was the man, bro. One of my favorite baseball, uh, baseball, <laughs> my favorite players of all time, bro. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, we Westbrook bully, just <laughs> yeah, just give him the bully, mm-hmm. career bully, bully season yep. bully, bully Absolutely. of the year, bully. Because Steph is nasty, but he, this guy's a bully, bro. I think yeah, there's bro. a difference. No, this guy's just so much more aggressive in his style. Hey, man, that guy, that guy is amazing, man. It's just honestly, nasty. he's a fucking battery, dude. He's just a battery. I have no idea how he does that on both ends of the floor. He doesn't stop. The guy doesn't take a break. He never yeah. looks tired. He always has that burst. Boom. I'm interested to see how this guy will age mm-hmm. because Dwayne Wade had a little bit of that. He just had more style about him no, yeah, uh, at the beginning no, of his Wade career. Was way Dwayne more Wade finesse. Did, yeah, he was way but, more finesse. But Wade was this explosive yeah. As, yeah. as Westbrook was. So I'm interested to see how Westbrook, um, how he ages. Although Westbrook has a better shot than and more range than D-Wade does. Yeah. 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 Father Prime. The new nickname you heard? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard this. Father Prime for who? For Wade. Really? I, yeah. I, I never heard that. Man, think about it, man. It's awesome. Like we have, we have a shooting guard who doesn't shoot threes. That's yeah. insane in today's game, man. You just don't see that in backcourts. Period. I mean, you're seeing big guys shooting from threes, right? Power mm-hmm. forwards. Yep. Shooting from threes. Shit, Chris Bosh is our best three-point shooter. Our shooting guard, dude. Our two guy. He's our center. Does not shoot threes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um. So I want to switch over now a little, little college basketball. Oh. I want to do that first. I was looking here. Hit me with it. Sweet 16 matchup, man. Which is the one you're most excited about besides Kane's Villanova? Um, if you need a refresher, I got them all here in front of me. All right, go ahead and run through them. But Yeah, Kansas, Maryland. Yeah. Maryland was uh, number one yeah. at some point this season. Uh, Miami, Villanova. Then we got Oregon, Duke. My boys, my Blue Devils. Oh, boy. And then there's the game I have no interest in, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga, Syracuse, an 11 versus a 10, man. Zags. God, they get so lucky. Yeah. You know, um, Iowa State, at UVA, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, and Wisconsin, the 6-7, and UNC, Indiana. I like UNC, Indiana, but that's only because UNC looks like... I heard the other day, I, I was watching... Uh, I don't remember what I was watching, but there was a college, a college basketball analyst on, mm-hmm. and he said that if they were to reseed the whole thing right now, UNC would be number one. For as impressive as Kansas has been throughout the entire season, mm-hmm. as of late, UNC has been that much more impressive. Mm-hmm. He would, they would be the number one overall, right? Uh, so that's interesting, and obviously, you know, when you have a program like Indiana, they're still... And uh, D-Wade's old boy, right? Uh, what's his name? Tom Crean or whatever his name is, yeah. right? I like I'm, coach. I'm excited about that um, Oregon Duke, man. I think Duke can dude, either Duke I don't think sh- there's a contest here. It's Kansas. It's it's Kansas Maryland, man. Kansas Maryland is the on paper it looks like the best one. That's awesome. Because those are two number yeah. ones right there. And there's no other no other teams here were number one and uh wait, what do you no well, Maryland other. wasn't a number one. No, they were number one um they oh, were at first, some point at in the season. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like that's it's literally impossible. No, but 
But Oregon, Oregon and Duke, man. Oregon either proves that they were worthy of the number one seed or Duke can show, hey, man, we're, yep. we're going to try to repeat because, honestly, they can repeat. There's nothing here oh, that yeah. says this, I mean, this is there's the fucking, no dominant yes, team of here. Like, this I mean, the tournament. they beat UNC. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this, this is, is a very tournament, open tournament. Yeah. You can have a back-to-back champion, which hasn't happened since... Uh, oh, the uh, Gators? Gators. Right? Uh, Joe I, think it was, I think it was 7 and 8 or 6 and 7, 2006, 7 or yep. 7 and 8. Whatever. Billy Donovan, that fucking vampire you, looking dude. You know who did it before them? Last team to back to back before them? I got nothing for you. 90, 91, 90 or 91, 92, Duke. Duke. Right. With, uh, with your boy, bro, Christian Leitner. Oh, that's your boy. My boy, bro. Well, uh, yeah, I remember that Florida Gators team. That was a dude. Yeah, they were stacked. Was, yeah. Joe Noah was on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Horford. Al Horford. And uh, Brewer. Yeah, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer guys, was on man. that team. Yeah. Good, good squad, bro. Yep. Well, so. uh, yeah, of course, any, any team remaining in the field has a chance here. This is what the tournament is, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think that Oklahoma is a very good team. I think I really like their player, Buddy Heald, right? He's their senior. He's their star. Uh, that guy is going to be awesome. He's going to move on to be a lottery pick in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, man, I think it's Kansas, Maryland, because yeah. Kansas yeah. might be Kansas was the team that was picked mostly to win the the tournament, yeah, including in my own bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh, for selfish reasons, I'm also interested in watching that game because that's if the Canes were to move on, that would be their next matchup: yeah. Maryland or Kansas. Speaking of it's brackets, true. speaking of brackets, let's review. Oh, the, the Canes have a great chance of beating. The Villanova. Canes have a great chance, yeah, yeah. man. Villanova, we can take them. Unless uh, you're looking at Obama's bracket. Thanks no a lot love. Obama. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to Obama <laughs> later. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but um, I think there was the only, there's two guys on Duke that have averaged over 20 points a game so far in the tournament. Grayson oh, Allen by the way, I want a correction. I want to make a correction out of last week's show. What? It's Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Brandon I was going to say, not Melvin. Not or, <laughs> who the fuck is Melvin Ingram? I don't know. I know that. This sounds familiar. Too. Yeah. It does sound. Maybe we'll get a back football to it. Google that. Google that, Gus. All right. Um, while, you, while Gus is working hard on the keys over there, let's recap the Lemon City bracket. Hey, and uh, uh, Chargers linebacker. A Chargers linebacker. Yeah. I don't think that's where he got it from, but okay. Um, yeah, that's what it says. No, I know, but I don't think that's where it, it triggered his memory. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, um, so first place with uh, 490 points. There's only one Chargers linebacker. This now means that I, for some reason, know the entire linebacking core of the Chargers. <laughs> because they drafted Denzel Perryman out of the U. They Thurston Armbrister and his girlfriend, oh. and they have uh, <laughs> they have fucking uh, now this guy Melvin Ingram, whatever the fuck that is. Thurston Armbrister. Thurston Armbrister. What does he Thurston play? Thurston Ermergerd. Thurston Ermergerd. By the way, but before you continue, you know that the ACC has six teams in the Sweet Sixteen. That's right. That's a record or something. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't think anybody can make the the argument anymore for best basketball conference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Some it's years the back SEC. when the, it's when the SEC and football. Yeah. Well, some years ACC back, yeah. a few years ago, when you actually had the Big East and not this Atlantic Conference or mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. all the Big East teams left to the ACC. Yeah, the Big East had team after team after team in the tournament. But the bro. thing is, like, even uh, that—that's the problem, right? The recent influx of teams like Syracuse. I'm talking story basketball programs mm-hmm. like Pitt, Louisville, uh, Syracuse. Yeah, those guys have teams. joined an already heavy S- uh, ACC that had UNC and Duke always at the top. Mm-hmm. And all well, the, North the Canes Carolina have now teams. become a yep. great basketball program. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, the entire rally area, NC State, all of those. So, I mean, I don't. 
All right, four, so I guess Wake Forest used to be a good basketball school. Well, they've they, always they've they had their moments. They've had really? good players. Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris yeah. Paul. Yeah. Tim Duncan. Um, That's right. The big fundamental. All right, so That's Pablo. That's a great nickname. Pablo. Is in first place, 490 points. Oh, bastard. I don't know who the fuck that is. That's a Colombian dude who plays soccer, is leading our bracket. (laughs) I love the guy, but come on, guys. We got to get up better. Um, You heard that commercial on ESPN Radio? It's like uh, Susie from, uh, no, I I don't know what the name is, uh but some girl that chose the mascots, the ones that she liked the most, she's the one that's That's winning the the tournament. No, I like the new Sports Center commercial with the spoon and the fork and Jordan Spieth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And the caddy. And then uh, Sam Barrett's looking, and then he just switches to the last second. He's like, oh, he won't spoon. Nailed, <laughs> Going it. Spoon. Nailed it. It's looking a little saucy. Yeah. Um, uh, there's an ESPN bracket here. Just uh, that's the name they didn't label it. They're in second place. Of our group right here, homeboy right here is Are in. Uh, yeah, I'm in third place, bro. And I'm only totally something to brag about. Four fifty. I'm just a few points behind. Gus, you're in fourth. All right. Let's see where our boy, the hipster Rick, falls in eleventh. Yeah. Looks, yeah. Looks like you're in a tie. Strong. Nice. You're in a tie with We Ain't Found Sith. And uh, <laughs> damn, Manuel. <laughs> he's back there. Uh, Jay Wilbur is rounding out the bottom. All right, um, this is when I make yeah. my run. I got you guys right where I want. Oh, this is where it is? Yeah. The only people who've had their winners eliminated were We Ain't Found Sith. They got uh, Kentucky. And um, one of the Vargas brackets had Michigan State going all the way. Well, you had Purdue in the final. Yeah. But I and still I but had I have Michigan Miami State winning in the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost half of our yeah. final. That's why we dripped, uh, drifted back. Actually, let's take a look at the leader's bracket here. I want to see what uh, he has in the final. Oh, boy. He's got Kansas over Virginia. And his final four, he lost. He has three teams still up there for the final four. It's Kansas, Oregon, Virginia, and he had Xavier. So he went with all the number one seats. Well, except Xavier. Oh, he went three ones. Hey, but it's working for him. So Xavier. 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 Charles Xavier. All right. So that's our yep. our bracket coverage. So tomorrow. <laughs> solid. Solid bracket coverage solid. there. Uh, tomorrow we got Sweet 16 action kicks off tomorrow, right? Yeah, I know yeah. tomorrow for sure. The Heat, the well, Canes tomorrow play. the Canes play, yeah. But, uh, Not missing that. And I'm assuming half of the field plays tomorrow and the other half mm-hmm. on Friday. Okay. It's just kind of fun to have a team. to. Re- I know you root for Duke, so they're they're pretty much always there. But, man. Yeah. Like, I love March Madness, right? Like, mm-hmm. the Thursday and the Friday of, of March Madness, when they begin, it's awesome. Maybe the best mm-hmm. in the sports calendar. But it's just kind of cool to have a team to root for. Because at this point, usually I tune out of March Madness until the final goes on. And then I'll, I'll watch that. Or if there's an interesting Final Four matchup, like last year when Kentucky and Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. I'll watch that. But otherwise, I don't have a horse in the race, so it's of no interest to me. Not really. It's just kind of fun to have the Canes here, man. It's no, it awesome. is. It is. And, so and cool. it's one of the cool things about March Madness is you, you, you find a team. You find that team yeah, to root yeah. for if your team's mm-hmm. not there. Because there's years where, you know, Duke's lost and the Canes weren't in it. And I'm like, all right, I'd still cheer for somebody. But um, well, usually for the team, it's like the underdog, right? Like yeah. when Butler made it back to back years, people are rooting for that. But these next four days, Mason, these next four days are going to be big, bro. Four games tomorrow, yep. four games Friday, Damn. and then Saturday, uh, two more games. And then Sunday, the other two to get to the Final Four. That's so awesome. we're going to have the Elite Eight and Sweet 16 in back-to-back days here. So a lot of basketball coming up. Um, but I'm going to switch gears here to round out the show. And I um, want to talk a little baseball. There was a, a game that we discussed earlier that was, took place in the Bahamas. Yeah. And there's a certain baseball player named... Uh, Belize. Belize. And Belize, the game was. And then uh, we'll talk about A-Rod after. But uh, I, I want to kind of know, we haven't discussed this at all, me and you. Mm-hmm. But uh, you being the... Uh, 
The resident. The resident Cuban. Cuban. The resident Cuban here. I have Cuban father. Yeah. Who uh you know escaped the struggles a long time ago or fled from it too, so I got some you know feelings. But like yep. other people have said, my feelings are inherited from that. I don't know personally how it is. I have a lot of family that recently came from Cuba too, so. I have that aspect of it, but I also have my own opinions. I'm curious as to you that you uh, you spent a good chunk of your uh, life over there. I don't know, man. You know, okay. Uh, I don't claim to know the struggle. I never will. Mm-hmm. And just because, like you said, I'm the resident Cuban of, well, pretty much everyone I know for yeah. the most part, doesn't mean that I have to have an opinion about these things all the time. Well, if you don't want to talk and about I it. Can't, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm telling you is, uh, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me lately about this stuff or mm-hmm. when the embargo was lifted and all, you know, all this kind of shit yeah. because people expect me. It's like, do you remember a couple years ago when Kobe Bryant, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know, one of the recent uh, uh, tragedies that have happened in the black community lately that people have been talking about it and they asked Kobe Bryant and he said, just because I'm black doesn't mean I have to have an opinion on it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, just because you're Cuban. So it isn't. It isn't exactly like that. And it's not that I have my own strong opinion, and it certainly isn't an original one, because mm-hmm. you can find my opinion anywhere in the Cuban community. Am I outraged about it? No. Am I going to take to the streets? No. Does it rub me the wrong way? Yes. Uh, I came over here when I was 10 years old, so I'm not going to pretend like I know the struggle. Everything that I ever went through, my parents were going through a thousand times more just to get me to not feel it as much. Yeah. So though I do remember certain things, though I have gone to bed hungry, though I didn't always have proper meals or things to play with, my time in Cuba was spent as a child. Yeah. You go to school, you go home, you do your homework, your parents let you play outside, and when you come back in, hopefully they've managed to scound something up for you so that you can have a meal at the end of the day. I'm not going to pretend like I know the struggle firsthand, but I do know the struggle through family. I know the struggle through the little bit that I went through myself. Mm -hmm. And yes, uh, the overwhelming consensus in the Cuban community or even the Cuban American community is that this, it's pretty much any time change has ever been, that there's ever been a catalyst for change in history. No one believes at the beginning. Yeah. I'm sure that we can go through a thousand different instances throughout history where no one believed in the beginning. If this is truly a turning point in the relations between Cuba and in the way that Cuba goes about their business, then we can look at it. We can look back at it 10 years from now. But you are not going to convince the same community that has been dealing with this for the past 50 years. All that's ever been proven to them is that these people will not budge mm-hmm. and that nothing will change. So why do you expect them on a solitary, on a singular situation where you think that this is going to be the start of something? Yeah. They're never going to believe you. You're just going to have to wait. You're just going to have to wait and blow through their skepticism. And then maybe five years from now when things hopefully will have changed, then that's what it'll be. Yeah. But yes, it rubs them the wrong way because ultimately they will never believe that the Cuban government will let up and that, or that this will get back to the people. So whatever, uh, whatever economic uh, impact this might have had on the community, whatever this might be for the relations between the United States and Cuba, mm-hmm. no one ever believes that any of it gets back to the actual true Cuban community. Cuba is a beautiful place. 
Uh, you can go there and, and spend your, your days. Uh, you can enjoy everything that the island has to offer. But the ones who don't get to do that are the actual Cuban people. The, my family that I have that still lives there. The family that most who share my opinion have that still live there. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who are really struggling. Those are the people who are really struggling. And no one ever believes that this will get back to that community. That this actually means anything. And when you have your pseudo-leader who fell into the spot because his brother is way too old and senile to, to do this anymore, when Raul Castro steps up there and he awkwardly shakes Obama's hand or he awkwardly does the wave and they mm-hmm. seem all chummy about the whole thing, and he has the, the, the audacity to stand up there and say things like, uh, show me political prisoners yeah. and they will be yeah. free tonight. Yeah, you saw them getting bullshit. arrested on ESPN. We all know that's bullshit. We've gone through too much. The people who know know that that's bullshit you understand mm-hmm. this isn't and this <laughs> it's not, I, I mean i don't know i don't i don't mean to com- i don't want to compare it to anything yeah. you understand but it's uh it's the same kind of outrage that i imagine the fucking assholes who say that the holocaust never happened yeah. that's the outrage that the jewish community must feel it's when when you say that kind of shit and you pretend like we're stupid like we haven't dealt with it for 50 years i do want to compare it to something because it's funny i thought of you a lot you know, in the last few days and of my family and stuff like that. And you came to my to my consciousness when I was trying to process everything and understand what was going on and develop my own opinion. And it's funny, you're, and this is, I'm not trying to compare the two things because they're obviously not the same, but yeah. the thought process is the same, which is your comparison of me as a Marlins fan and being so PTSD'd yeah. about all the lies and yeah. not trusting the organization yeah. and not trusting Loria like I said, it's not the same thing. No, no, but the, no, you're the right. thought process is the it's anything is similar. Like it doesn't have to be anything. And it's the same way you train your dog. Your dog, yeah. right? You teach him that if he behaves, you'll give him a treat. If he doesn't, you'll stick him in the corner, right? Yeah. It's that's exactly what it is. We've been conditioned. The Cuban people just don't hate what's going on there or refuse to go back to the island yeah. off of some whim that they're just like, oh fuck it, we're in the United States, so why would we go back? No, yeah. we've been conditioned. We've been beaten into submission to believe that things are and will be the way that they always have been because it's been a full generation now, right? My father Mm -hmm. was born after the revolution. It's all he's ever dealt with. So when I speak to him about it, what's he going to say? He's going to tell me positive things of the the times of when, when uh, mobsters were running the the island. And yes, it's a Caribbean (laughs) island. Yes, it's beautiful. But the people who actually live there never get to enjoy it. And when these things happen, when um, when the embargo is lifted, when Obama goes over there and he he's friendly. Now, and here's the other thing. This is why I, it's not like I'm outraged one way or the other. And mm-hmm. I said that already, but it's because, well, I don't expect them. I don't expect people to feel what I feel. I don't yeah. expect people to feel what my family feels because, I mean, how can they? You know, Obama sees it as he's trying to do something. The Cuban people see it as dumb because it's not going to mean anything. Yeah, you know I, I'll, I'll tell you so, how I look at it. And my my view is a, it's based off of you know, like yeah. I said, all understanding and listening to everybody else's perspective and everything, and developing my own. But I look at it like like I said, it's I understand. I totally, totally, totally understand yeah. and don't condemn anybody for feeling the way they do because of all the lies and yeah. how they've been treated for so long. It's it's understandable. And yep. when they see Obama up there and, you know, taking pictures with them and stuff, they can feel upset or betrayed or how can you be up there at the time? 
I, I get that. You're totally entitled to feel that way. I look at it a little differently. I look at it like sometimes you got to put on a fake smile, shake someone's hand that you don't want that's to at work. Thing. If this it is, means... If truly... that That's the problem. If it it's means progress. It's when you put the feelings into everything, mm-hmm. right? It's when you put the biased parties into the situation. That's why you can't... You know, it's, it's like... Um, I can't have an honest conversation with you about the Marlins anymore. No. I just can't. <laughs> because if we're talking about, and uh, actually this is, you know, a shameless plug, but uh, uh, we're going to be posting an article soon that I wrote mm-hmm. on the situation that the Marlins currently find themselves in with Jose Fernandez. Yeah. When I try to honestly have a conversation with you about moves that this, the, the franchise might make, you just can't I be don't ca- unbiased exactly. about That's it. That's what I said. You can't be objective. That's the issue. You cannot have a rational conversation with people who can simply not be objective about the subject, yeah. right? So, but I suppose, and if I were to detach myself from the whole thing, this is how change is, is made. It's a step-by-step process. Yeah. And it is in the, in the name of, uh, of, uh, of political friendship, right? Or, mm-hmm. or I, I don't want to say it's fr- a friendship, but a political understanding yeah. between two parties, this is how it would be made. It's a step-by-step. It's the going over there. And he said all the right things. I, you know, I was watching the game. I was at work, and I was. Did you see? It on you my you saw the speech afterwards too. I saw the. Well, I saw before. the interview with Carl Ravitch where he mm-hmm. said that he hopes, in the hopes of everything being continuous, and uh, now that this will be a, a, a happening that should take place more often, mm-hmm. that he hopes that whatever culture we have will rub off on it. Yeah. You understand? But and here's no. the one thing that i feel like no one's talking about and he threw major shade at cuba during the his his actual like speech speech that he did yeah like he was calling him out on a lot of stuff which is exposing the rest of the united states that doesn't understand the actual atrocities that are happening there that think it's just oh it's not as bad they didn't really hold off on that and i i do appreciate that yeah i thought that they did a really good job with that part and really you know exposing that element of it and and making people aware of it but like i said me to keep it brief and simple for me, I look at it like, hey, he's sending out an olive branch. I'm going to try to see something. And if at worst, if nothing good comes out of this, then we're in the same place we've been for 50 years plus. Yeah. So yeah, that's the problem, to right? me, I, I'd rather try than and, and fail than not try at all. I, but I understand why other people this are upset. This yeah. is absolutely the way that it's made. The mm-hmm. problem is uh, this particular trip didn't do much to change the way of thinking that the Cubans have. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you exactly why. When you see somebody with the balls to stand up there and say something like that and Raul Castro saying that they have no political prisoners yeah. or that they would be free tonight, when we know that's a bold-faced lie, mm-hmm. that that doesn't give you any encouragement that this that they really have any, yeah. any inclination to change. Or when the president of the Cuban Baseball Federation stands up there and says that Oh, I hope that someday we can really figure out a more seamless way that our baseball players can play in the major leagues without having to risk their lives. I mean, honestly, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? You're the very people that are stopping them from exactly. doing that. Yeah. They cannot just simply leave. They cannot sign a contract. Even if they come to play with the United States, there are armed guards outside of their hotel rooms that don't allow them to even go get a meal yeah. out of fear that they'll escape. So don't give me this bullshit about we hope to uh find a way when it's just simple it's a simple open the fucking gates you understand Mm -hmm. so that doesn't encourage you to think that their their mind is changing in any way Yeah, because that change has to come from within from the island it can't come from us we can influence it. we could do things like i was noticing that we have you know as the united states have done things to 
try to rub off on them yeah. positively. Like it's been about a year since they lifted the or they elim- took uh, Cuba off the terror list, yeah. and um, they made it you know not a terror watch list yeah. and things like that. It's just um, a, the it's travel a, restrictions that have been you know loosened up a lot and lifted in some cases so that to make travel in and out a little easier little things like that that you know the u.s weird, is trying to do I, I for whatever reason such a weird statement right like mm-hmm. he says he says some it's like it's like i were to tell you like hey edwin man like i gotta figure out a way to stop beating my children yeah. oh i got a fucking way stop beating them <laughs> you understand like <laughs> but even doing something wrong yeah just stop doing it but even you understand like it's not like oh we we gotta I gotta run this calculus uh, operation and see how maybe Serious like the, the statistics will work out at the end of it and then maybe I can let Yasiel Puig run without having to risk his life across ninety miles or never see his family. Oh no, yeah, again. that Yasiel Puig you know? story is, re- is incredible. It's unbelievable, but, man. Or Jose Fernandez, like the yeah. Jose Fernandez story is, is no, more jarring than anything. And there's many more. You know, it's yeah. not just them too. There's many examples of it. Unbelievable, man. But I mean, my own. My, I told you. I've told you guys before, right? My uncle, he's ninety-two. My uncle is literally a raptor. Yeah. He can't. He just. Yeah. He hit the fucking waters in an mm-hmm. inflatable device. Yeah. And he uh he ended up um. He ended up in Daytona. Yeah. That's where he ended up. He was aiming for the Shit. keys. Ended up in Daytona. Ah. That means he was, I don't know, one small fucking gust of wind from being blown out into the Atlantic to die and never mm-hmm. be found again. Yeah. I had, a, I had a guy in the Navy that I worked with who, it was funny because I found, I was working security and I found a wallet on the floor and I picked it up and I look and it's a Florida licensed total Cubanazo guy looking <laughs> and I'm like, the hell? And I see and some guy comes by. He's like, yeah, I left my wallet. Has anybody found it? And I was like, yeah. And I look, and I'm like, "Wait, you're from Miami, you're Cuban." He's like, "Yeah, man, we go voila. And he starts talking to me and everything. Dude's from Miami, and mm-hmm. told me his whole story. He he came, same thing, got picked up by the Coast Guard, yeah. sent to Guantanamo for like a year before he was finally allowed. Then he joined the Navy afterwards once he you know got his papers and everything like that. So it's it's incredible. There's many many stories like that too. Yeah. And honestly, but, I literally could not be any happier every time I hear that a new baseball player from Cuba has defected, yeah. that a new one escaped and was able to hide out somewhere in Haiti until you know somebody found them and gave them some sort of yeah. you know political asylum so that they can be signed by a baseball team. I can't be happier any time that I hear that because there's so much talent in that island, yeah. and there is so much especially in the baseball world, right? Mm -hmm. But there is so much that they have to offer, and every time one of them gets away, they turn out to be studs over here, man. I just, I wish that it would be easier for them, that they didn't have to risk not ever seeing their family again or their lives or these crazy stories where you hear that uh, uh, Yoani Cespedes owes 40% of his life's income to the the fucking coyote that got him out. Mm -hmm. That is so stupid, man. Why? Why does it have to be like this? You understand? Yeah, but little, little, little by little changes. Like even, oh, well, even, yeah. even the the fact that Raúl took questions, that was yeah. Nobody expected that. That mm-hmm. that right there. That's showing some, yeah. some like because he was obviously uncomfortable in the whole situation, taking yeah. these questions. He wasn't prepared for that, but he was put on the spot. And hopefully, like I said, I just yeah. I just hope that this shines a light, a bigger light on Cuba, that people are more aware of what's going on, and that this somehow does create a change that will benefit everybody, especially the people on the island, primarily. I mean, even though he gave bullshit answers yeah. to the questions, yeah. before he wouldn't even have taken questions. Exactly. Like, so yeah, no, I'm bit. telling you, this, it's gonna is take how, decades. this is how it's forged, right? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is how it's done step by step, and hopefully this is step one. And you know what's unfortunate? We won't know unless we... I don't know, maybe yeah. by our 220th episode. Let's see. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll look back at it. You know, what's unfortunate but, is by the time there is actual measurable change yep. that you can actually look back and be like, shit, look how far we've come. 
probably the people that experienced it from the very beginning this probably is, won't even be around to see it. I mean, happen, this is how, you know what I mean? Because they're all really old. By unfortunately, now. this is how it happens. It's yeah. a, it, right? Generations mm -hmm. won't generations suffer so that uh, change is made in the future. Yeah, it is how it is. Now, as far as the actual baseball game goes, there were a few funny things. Yeah. Did you see the entire ESPN crew was wearing guayaberas? Yeah, with the ESPN embroidery. <laughs> yeah, <with the> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but they do that every time. Every yeah. time. Pedro yeah, Gomez. They pander, they pander. Of, yeah. uh, Matt Moore looked good. Oh, the team. Bro, they, I was scared that the, Tampa the Bay Razor. was going to... I thought they were going to take it like a spring training game and Cubans were going to take it like a serious game. Yeah. But no, hey, Tampa Bay came to play, man. Uh, well, Matt Moore pitched like six innings. And mm -hmm. man, their rotation is going to be so good. Especially yeah. the top of it. Yeah. Chris Archer and Matt Moore and Odorizzi. Yeah. They're going to be really good. It's their, it's their offense. But I mean, I, uh, I also love fucking Tampa show, and I don't give a shit about the Rays. But yeah, uh, you know they have my boy Evan Longoria. Love that guy. I love Evan Longoria. But you know what else I liked that um, the players were aware of the magnitude of the situation that yep. they were in. The fact that they asked for uh, Dairon Dairon Verona, the, yeah, Verona, the guy Verona. Verona. Yeah, yeah. They asked for him to be on the team. They asked for him to be the first batter. Yeah, they, they that was all initiated and created by the yeah, big guys. Yeah, for those on of the you team. who aren't familiar with the story, the the Tampa Bay Rays actually have a Cuban-born baseball player. Defected who, three uh, years ago. Defected right now. He's Shit. in their minor league system, and he was able to make the trip with them. He just Not signed that, a month ago, but he was able to see his family when he was there. Man, yeah, oh, that's insane. No, it was great, and he's the first uh, Cuban defector to ever go back to Cuba and play in a game. Eduardo oh. Perez was talking about having uh, having dinner the night before the game with mm -hmm. uh, his father, Tony Perez's sister, who's still in Cuba. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. It was great, but um, but hey, that was good. How yeah. how crazy must have been for those baseball players who are so used to like the lavish, uh, professional major league baseball lifestyle to yeah. go over there into like some shitty dugout? Can yeah. you imagine what the clubhouse <laughs> looks like over oh, they, there? Oh, they rehabbed the whole stadium like oh, the week man. before. Yeah, they 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 okay. painted everything like yeah, they really yeah, and set, they, they tried it up. just to get it up to like subpar standards. Yeah, to minor league standards. It must have been so weird. Like, <laughs> did you guys fucking, by any chance? It was double see A standards. That. Kevin Kiermaier steps out into the clubhouse. He's like. Um, where's the spread? Where's the buffet? You know, he's like, nice where's my spread. gourmet chef? You know, <laughs> guys, guys, did you see that special on ESPN about um that that uh, minor league team that existed before the revolution in in Havana? Oh, and that stadium belonged to that team. Well, there were a that? few. There well, were there's a lot. There's a lot of maybe, former baseball players. The sugar or something. The sugar canes. Sugar canes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, no was, Cuban baseball history cool. has a long, long, long history. Yeah, I mean, uh, El Estadio Latinoamericano. That's yeah. where they played. That's yeah. where the uh, the Industriales mm -hmm. play. That's like mm -hmm. Cuba's. They, uh, that's the number one team over there. They're like the Yankees over there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. And there were a lot of things that happened. Luis Tiant was there. Did you see your yeah, boy? Yeah, throughout the first pitch. Where yeah, you have Luis a Boston Red Sox yeah. cap signed by Louis. Mm -hmm. Luis Tiant was there. Nice. Uh, he was one of the baseball players where during the revolution he was playing in Major League Baseball and he, given the choice to go back or stay here and never being able to go back again, he chose to stay. Yeah. And oh, that's a he, great the guy's Boston royalty. 30 for 30 that they did. Yeah. Lost yep. in Havana was really mm -hmm. good. But um, all right, guys, so I think we got to wrap it up here. But before we do, Let's uh, shameless plug for Lemon City right now, which is uh, April 2nd. We've already, uh, we're working on doing a live show from Lockhart Stadium. We're going to tailgate with the fans of the Dade Brigade and uh, and the Flight 19, the Strikers Support Group, the Ultras. Man, this is, this is truly cool. Like, yeah. we're going to be at the inaugural game of a brand new franchise. Brand new rivalry, yeah. yeah. This a is, brand new rivalry, this a big is rivalry. truly, truly cool, man. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of big-name players there, big-name, you know, owners <laughs> and yeah, coaches. big-name personnel. But, uh, but April 2nd, Strikers at home at Lockhart Stadium against the Miami FC. 
um, the brand new NASL team. And we're going to be doing our live podcast from the game. We're working on a guest list. But if you are happen to be at the game or going to the game, be sure to hit us up beforehand. And if you want to come on and talk about you know why you're a fan of a particular team or what you're looking forward to yeah. you know we're, we're, we're trying to make a show for yeah. miami soccer right yeah like, just if you want to mm-hmm. participate and be on the air with us let us know we're going to be there um the specifics of it we'll post within the next uh yeah. within the next week or so as we uh figure out the uh yeah. all the logistics involved in it everything that we need to take with us but the plan is april 2nd we'll definitely be there we're gonna plan to record and and talk to the fans and get a good uh, perspective Saturday. of what this means to everybody. Uh, Saturday, April 2nd. So Saturday, mm-hmm. April 2nd. Be excited for it. But uh, for me... That's going to be a good time, man. The beginning of April, baseball season's getting started. Yeah, opening day, I think it's like the, the day after or something. Well, right? opening day will be... Well, opening day in baseball will be Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Marlins play Tuesday. Yeah, well, it's going to be good. But um, from the Poutine King to Producer Gus and... Uh, hip, 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 Am I the only one who has one of those? You're hipster Rick, bro. You're the okay. first one. You're the first one. Well, Fine. we're going to Poutine King one for later. Well, before we get out of here, <laughs> LemonCityLive.com. Find all the information there regarding the game, our blog posts, the podcast, social media. Up, LemonCityLive.com. Come on. Yes, sir. All right. So, any last words? No. Poutine? Good show. Good, Good show, show, guys. All right, Thank you, guys. Have a great one. Poutine! Yo, boy, five. All the time, tip. You're on point five. All the time, tip. You're on point five. All the time, tip. So then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, this way you're dead wrong. I slay that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You'll be a fool to reply the fight was not the man. Because you know and I...